0: Today we're going to be talking about Brazil because Brazil is on fire almost literally so first off here in studio with us Wagner Ribeiro
1: Wagner how you doing good how are you nice to be here I'm so glad to talk a little bit about Brazil the country that um, I'm I'm native from Brazil I love Brazil and uh, I've been here and also fighting for Brazil being the right direction.
0: Yeah, Brazil's in trouble. In Brazil's
1: trouble. in big trouble. It, it is.
0: And uh, we also have uh, Carolina Gutierrez with us. She is uh, from Brazil, but she lives in Miami. She's been here uh, with on the show in the past. And uh, Carolina, you, you've been in the fight. Uh, you've been there in... Uh, Miami you've led uh, you've organized protests, you've organized all sorts of events. Um, you've been kind of it feels like leading the charge there in Miami and standing up and fighting for Brazil.
2: I wish first of all, thank you for having me back on, Jason. It's a pleasure always, and you know as a Brazilian American we I will always do what I can to show people the truth, because we know that our media won't do it. So it's important to participate, to be active, and to be covering from our perspective of what's really happening. If you look today at all media outlets, nobody tells the true story. That's why journalists like yourselves and many others that, you know, we're not on mainstream media, but we do have an obligation to show people what's really going on.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, you hear the term information warfare and I mean, that is, we, we are living in information warfare. Information is power and either to deceive people and to, you know, lead them into enslavement or to liberate them. And, uh, it's fascinating because, you know, this should be massive, what's going on in Brazil. And it's almost impossible to find accurate information about what's, what's actually happening. Um, so, let's do and this. Seven. Yeah, go no, ahead.
2: Well, that's really how the first piece of why these elections in Brazil were not were fraudulent, right? To say the least. The first thing was the judge Alexandre de Moraes, he used his power to censor people, to censor journalists that were more right winged than left wing. To censor congressmen from posting on their social medias so he used information to cut out the possibility of having a fair election yeah there's censorship. so there's, information warfare is a big problem worldwide
0: today. worldwide i mean he, you've got the same thing going here in, in america right you've got uh you had you know social media platforms censoring at one point the president of the united states you have them going out and and t- that they'll come to our YouTube channel. They'll come to our Instagram, and they'll and they'll fact check and uh, basically try to prevent this type of information from getting out. We we are living in a world where the First Amendment, the right to free speech, is all but dead, and uh, and so it's that's why it's so important is to, to th- that we as citizens do our part to get that information out to stand up and fight against the machine that is trying to silence us and trying to ch- tell a narrative that's at, just, that's really just a lie. And it gives power to, you know, the, these globalist tyrants. So let's do this. Uh, Carl, would you, would you mind giving our listeners and our, our viewers, by the way, if you're if you're listening on one of the podcasts, uh, you can always jump onto YouTube and uh, you can actually watch too. We'll put, we're going to play some videos there, but you can watch on YouTube. We are the People Radio. You can subscribe. But uh, Carl, let's start with this. Would you give a brief recap of what's going on here? Why... Um, You know, for most of our listeners, you know, we've we've been covering this on both our Instagram page uh, and YouTube for at least a couple of months. We've been covering this and you've seen pictures of Brazilians in the streets by the by the what? The thousands, tens of thousands, millions, 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 millions,
1: millions, millions, not thousands, millions. So so
0: millions of Brazilians in the street peacefully. Peacefully, Right. Very peacefully. Would you agree? Very peacefully. Yeah,
1: totally. totally
0: Peacefully protesting. Uh, Why? So and and now all of a sudden you're hearing stories in the news about uh, these far right uh, extremists lighting cars on fire. Uh, So, Carl, would you mind walking us through what's going on here? What's what happened with this election? Uh, Who is Lula? What's his background? You know, he's been you know, he's they didn't. Well, they I guess they you were we were talking and they went to certify his elections on Monday. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. So his election was certi- was supposed to be certified on December 19th. Okay. Which is- so
0: so walk okay. us through. So take us a step back. What happened? Um, what happened with the election? Who are these two, two guys that are, were running? And uh, why are the people in the streets? And then bring us up to speed what's happening today.
2: Okay. So Lula has been the president of Brazil for two terms. If Lula is part of the Forum of Sao Paulo, which was founded by Lula and Fidel Castro in 1990. I think that already sets the stage for the type of politician that he is, correct? Right. Uh, he was charged, convicted to 12 years in jail for the biggest corruption scandal, world pol- pol- political corruption scandal worldwide. He's... He has stolen over 8 billion US dollars from Brazil. He was condemned. He was charged in three different courts, sentenced to 12 years in jail. He got out of jail after serving only 560 days because Alexandre de Moraes, which is the Supreme Court judge that was put there by Temer, which was the president after Juma, which is also from the same party as Lula, from the same group, put him there. And he said, well, you know what? The zip coding is wrong on these processes. So we're going to throw them out, and Lula is free to go, and he is free to run for president.
0: Oh, wow. So they found a te- a, basically a technicality. And, and, and- no, he,
2: he wrote the law to make that happen. It is in our law that you cannot, if you were ever charged of a crime, if you were charged of a crime, you cannot run for any government. And
0: so he changed that.
2: Law.
1: So he changed that. Law yeah. What What so, do you Wagner? What do you think of uh, Lula? Oh, I I've been in the politics since I was young. When Lula came in 1979 as a leader of a, a, a workers' party, uh, I was uh, really young at the time, 17 years old, and uh, one of the teachers, uh, my teachers at the, the at the high school told me, be careful this guy, he's dangerous. At the time, you know, he was just a a leader, workers party leader, you know, when the, but you know, I didn't realize the dimension of this uh, snowball was gonna take. And uh, for me, it was a really big deception because he had promised a lot of things, change Brazil, Change things, but the the only thing that he did, he uh, and this was wasn't same from my perspective. For from the perspective of his partners in crime, you know, his leftists, that he has no character. He is a a, a bad person, and the the only thing that he likes is to be in power. Yeah, so and anyhow, to guy, get money <laughs> and to get like a. Involved uh, in, in this corruption that we see right now, yeah. A lot of uh, his partners, when they found the, the the Workers Party, most of the the, the partners, you know, uh, good people, but they have the, the different point of view. But they talk that Lula has no character, yeah, and he's a thief.
0: Yeah. Well, he he yeah. So he definitely has a reputation. So he was in he was in prison he was they they found a way to get him out and then now the guy runs for president um, and then go on
2: so he runs for president and what happened is there's a lot of the regularities started before the election day right so it started with censorship of the right wing party it started with censoring right wing um news outlets and Go- uh, governors and senators were taken off social media platforms and had their platforms canceled. Asked, and that was requested by El Shamsi Moraes so we, they couldn't really campaign. But that didn't matter; they were still ahead in everything. And you know, interesting enough, about last month, a few weeks ago, there was a conference in Vegas called DefCon, and DefCon is the biggest hacker conference in the world and this year they had the electronic voting machine village so they hacked in under two hours every single different type of voting machine and voting system that is used worldwide
0: including right here in the u.s What, including right here in the usa in america
2: of course it's the same voting system
0: yeah and, that, and that's and that's why when you've got these politicians that say, oh, no, these machines are secure, I mean, that stuff should be front-page news. No, they're hacked. They, it, in two hours, they were hacked into all of them, including, you know, what th- what they're using here in America.
2: Correct. And so you just said something interesting, right? Every news outlet should be reporting on this. Guess what? This morning, TV, TV Global, which is the largest TV um, network in Brazil, largest news network, did report on it this morning, Wednesday morning. They got a letter from Alexandre Jumourai saying that if they play that again, that article, that news piece again, they will be fined. Wow! 000.
1: Wow! It's a yeah, big, it's a big censorship they, in Brazil they, in right now. Found
2: from their YouTube channel, I have that news. I have that news piece, and I'll send it to you.
1: Yeah, send it
0: to me. So, because here's the thing: that's interesting. Is you know. They've been very aggressive at at censoring people. In fact, you sent us a video, Carl. We posted it on our Instagram page, uh, where uh, you had a couple who was posting social media stuff that was um, against um, Lula, and they in the video they start you know they get them to what what what, would you want to give us? They they confessed they were doing it and apologized and then started beating them.
2: Right. So what happens in Brazil is um, there's a lot of poverty in Brazil and in, in the poor communities, they're called favelas. These favelas are not run by politicians and by the police department. They're run by gangs and drug traffickers and they're the ones that control what goes in, what goes out, who if you become in a crime, you're judged by them, right? So there was a couple living in one of the favelas that was posting that on their personal social media that they would vote voted for Bolsonaro. They took this couple, filmed them being whipped. Whipped.
0: Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was horrible video.
2: And they made the couple kneel down and beg the drug lords for forgiveness for having supported Bolsonaro and promised never to do that again. That they were deeply sorry.
0: Yeah, and, and and that's and that's what these these uh, you know they're doing there in Brazil is they're intimidating people, um, you know, for 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 standing up and using free speech to support, um, you know, or, or to question the elections. Okay, so they so people so the elections came, they had the elections and then it, it was a very tight race, and according to the media. Lula had a, a narrow victory, correct?
2: Correct. According to the media, Lula had a narrow victory. In now, what happened was a lot of analysts and hackers started saying this is impossible and going into the systems themselves. And they found a lot of possibilities for fraud, right? Irregularities, let's call them. So they and this is people from outside of Brazil, in Brazil, everywhere presented this. The military, there's we have um, a part in our constitution that says if the elections are ever questioned, right? The integrity of an election is ever questioned, the military has the right to audit the election. Correct? Yeah. So the military goes, sends a formal letter, to the electoral um, electoral court and says, "Hey, we want to audit the elections. We need the codes of these voting machines so we could audit." You know what the court did? What? Nothing. They said no. Really? They said, "Oh, you want to audit the elections? Okay, you could come here to headquarters. You can only bring a pen and a paper, and you have one hour."
0: Reminds me of how they do things here in Utah.
2: Now, <laughs> that takes a lot of guts, Jason, to do that to military. Yeah. To tell the military that, that takes a lot of guts. So that didn't sit well, let's say. And in the meantime, catching you all, so speeding it up 45 days, the Brazilian people have been in front of the military um, bases asking for the military to do its job. Do its job under the Brazilian Constitution, which is Article one forty two.
0: Right. And how did Invest- the military respond?
2: Investigate the elections, hold people accountable. We this has today is day forty five. On Monday, the elections were certified. After certification which, which
0: which, as you were mentioning earlier, is the equivalent of our january 6th
2: yeah yeah they so,
0: so the reason that i find this so interesting f- on many levels but on one level is because the, the of the elections here with trump when it was like trump ran against biden biden was in his basement you know nobody was voting for biden i mean the guy was and, and somehow all of a sudden you know trump's leading and lead just completely dominating and then all of a sudden they say, oh, it's 10 o'clock at night. We're going to send our poll workers home and uh, and everyone go to bed and we'll give you and we'll update you in the morning. Then in the morning, all of a sudden, everything changes. Everything about it looked fishy. Um, and so after that, in America, we weren't out in the millions, you know, protesting like they are in Brazil. But we were out in, in the thousands. People were, were, were saying this is BS. People were calling it out as, as there's no way this could have happened. Um, Trump was trying to challenge. People were saying maybe the military would would stand up you heard a lot of these same things here in in, in america uh yeah. and then on on the day we certify our elections january 6th well blow and behold everybody shows the capitol and the stage is set we storm the capitol you know in parentheses and uh all of a the sudden these far-right extremists are now terrorists we are locking people up in prison and how de- because these you know pro-trump people are are now a threat to democracy and they've tried to kill poor Nancy Pelosi and AOC. And so all of a sudden, anyone who stood for, you know, election integrity or questioning the elections was needed to be quiet, or they were one of those, you know, they were one of those threats to democracy who were also terrorists. Um,
2: Everything that you just said, we are going through in Brazil. Every single thing we are called election deniers we are called a threat to democracy. They call the protest anti-democratic movement. Hmm. Do you want to know why Americans stopped and Brazilian did it? Why? Brazilians don't give a fuck what they think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And and uh other We point, really don't care. Uh, uh, uh no, well. No. and another point that the, the military said that's uh they, they put a note they, uh, uh, like uh, weeks ago, that all the protests uh, are democratic, you know? All the manif- manifestations are democ- democratic. <coughs> Putting uh, the Supreme Court in a little corner uh, about that, you know, they uh, is not, they tread the sup- Supreme Court, but they put their word out that all the manifestation, of the, the public of the, the people are democratic. It doesn't matter what they say. Mm, That's awesome. So
2: So, so we had our military come behind us and say, Hey, you guys, this is the exact definition of democracy.
0: That's awesome. So what happened on, on Monday? Because actually let's, let's pull up a a video here. Uh, Let's see see if I can uh, find it here. Okay carl let me see if i can get you in full screen and then we're going to put up this this video let's see share screen okay so we're going to share a a video so that our our viewers can see what's going on here because this uh full screen come on where's my full screen cool screen there we go okay I'm gonna play this Sav go ahead and throw it on here perfect okay uh Carl you can see this right
2: yes I can see it
0: okay so walk us through what we're looking at here
2: okay so this video is from Monday so on Monday um our elections were certified they had everything Ready at the Capitol for Brazil to have its own version of January 6, right? The storming of the Capitol.
0: So People- this, so what you're looking at right now is this is basically them certifying the elections. That that right. that what you were just saw. Exactly. And and go ahead.
2: And nobody showed up. No protesters showed up to the front.
0: Okay, so let's 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 pause that and talk about that. Okay, so. So they had they had their version of January sixth, this where they're certifying the the um, Lula gets so, certified. All the c- conservatives are, are supposedly supposed to show up at the at the Capitol again. Is that what the way was it was your capital? Is that where it's at? Right.
2: We were supposed to supposedly. We were all gonna go over there, you know, to the to the Senate and storm the Senate and Kill people and take people hostage because that's what the right do, right? That's and Whereas, that, So
0: they were trying to set the stage and trying to basically get the Brazilians to do exactly what happened in America. They're trying to do a repeat of January 6th here.
2: Exactly. And, and exactly. But
0: this time you guys, and ironically you guys are in the streets by the millions, you guys see what's up and nobody shows up to the Capitol. We,
2: we were down the street in front of the military base, which is <laughs> a mile and a half down from where they were
0: so nobody shows up except you said there's some of basically Brazilian version of Antifa
2: right no no so right this is the morning they're certifying the election mm-hmm. no one shows up so their plan of having the black bloc and Antifa and all the these sub-terrorist groups ready to then you know do the destruction and blame the right wing goes bust because there's no right wingers there so what does Alexandre de Moraes do later that ap- that evening, early evening? He goes and he arrests a native Brazilian Indian. Mm. Okay. So, all, a native Brazilian Indian is protected under law in Brazil. Unless he is accused of murder, you are not allowed to arrest him. Period. Mm. So that's the first. So why did Alexandre do that? Why did he break a law? Well, he broke a law because now he has a reason to say that all the protesters in Brazil, or in Brasilia, which is our capital, is up in arms over this arrest and have taken to the streets to set cars on fire, to set buses on fire, to invade the federal police building, to break windows,
0: so they're trying to basically set up and frame the conservatives. Um, of course.
2: I mean, they already had all the black blocks there and then FIFA there. They flew all these people in, right? So we've been on the streets for 44 days and nothing happened. Yet on this day, it
0: happened. And, and here and here, you, our, our viewers can look right here on the screen. You can see how the media is spinning this. Supporters of far-right ex-president uh, Bolsonaro clashed with the police. You know, it just take a note on, on the way they're spinning this. You know, it was these far right extremists who were doing this. Several cars were set on fire. Rioters, that's what they're calling, tried to storm the police headquarters. I mean, it's <laughs> interesting they use the same language as they for January 6th. And Un- a
2: script that travels worldwide.
0: And they're and the, in anti-democratic protests. Um, I mean, this there's is a no, worldwide... No,
2: you can't have a protest that's anti-democratic. I
0: just... Yeah, yeah so yeah, I find it... Uh, you know, here they're supporters and protesting ever since leftist Lula has won the elections. I mean, again, it's the media saying he won and these guys are being sore losers. Um there we go. Bulls and uh, supporters even gathered outside military barracks across the country. So really trying to paint them out as these extremists uh, as they refuse to concede defeat and demand armed forces to intervene. I mean, the way they're painting this in the media is that these people are crazy. Uh, are pe- you know
2: funny, Jason, that they don't say in the media? They haven't mentioned in the media that there has been a, a lawsuit filed in the military court against Alexandre Chimoraes and Luis Ignacio Lula da Silva for um, treason and the military court and this happened on Friday the military court has agreed to pursue the case and then Abias Corpus was denied for Alexandre Chimoraes and Lula that means that it will proceed to trial in the mm. military court. Now, okay. International media has never spoken no. about.
1: Has no, they. no, no, never did.
0: No, but they do say okay. that that I, so, Lula broke down in tears at a ceremony ratifying his elections.
1: Oh. Well,
2: because he knows he's about to go to jail in a week or two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you really think he's going to end up going to jail? Do you really I think really that they're going to overturn this?
2: I really do. I really do, Jay. said, I do, and Brazil does
1: yeah we are we are really c- expecting that uh, the military do something you know uh the people are on the streets they are uh a lot of people it's not uh, uh, thousands millions of people on, on the street uh, uh, asking for uh democracy for to do the the right things in Brazil because we don't believe that uh, the election was correct. we believe that was Uh, totally corrupted since the beginning uh, the establishment was broken with Bolsonaro and that's why they get really mad and all the media all the the, the uh, broadcasting companies in Brazil they are mad at Bolsonaro because he's not giving uh, the the people's uh, money to the media, uh, like Lula did, you know, he bought all the media.
0: You know, this is one of the one of the, a very fascinating time and a pivotal time in history. You know, right now you've got uh, people in China, in in the streets, in in the thousands, you know, uh, fighting against communism, fighting against the lockdowns, um, fighting the against president tyranny.
2: Baruch was just arrested last week. He tried to do a coup, right? So the president of the um, the congress in peru was voting on impeaching the president and the president of peru thinking that he had the military supporting him went and um, disestablished the congress that the congress no longer exists well the congress goes hold on buddy you no longer exist and the military goes congress is right you no longer exist the president of peru left his white house to go get shelter in the mexican embassy because mexico is also part of the communist parties right Mm -hmm. and the military arrested him right before he could get into the mexican embassy
0: yeah this is this is a fascinating time why this is
2: worldwide
0: worldwide. and uh, you know the question is what's what's going to happen and you know, where your hope is that uh, justice will prevail in Brazil. I mean, the thing that gives me hope for Brazil is that you have millions of people in the streets. Uh, you don't have that here in America. I think people in America, because of January 6th, they're afraid. They're, they've gone back home. They, they are afraid of getting canceled. They're, they don't want to be seen as extremist. And now exactly. we're back thinking maybe everything's okay. Um, you know, let's Somebody just
2: take care of this.
0: Someone else will take care of it.
2: Somebody else will fight for me. They will not. Nobody is
0: going to save you. No, that's it. Nobody's coming to re- rescue
1: us. And that's the no. same thing in Brazil. Um, but but the, this movement starts not right now. This starts in 2013 when they uh, get rid of, uh, uh, you know, the movement to try to get rid of uh, Dilma. And after Dilma, we have a lot of movement from the, you know, the conserv- conservatives in Brazil all the time on the the street, millions on the street, especially in Sao Paulo and Rio, you can see millions and millions of people asking for, uh, to get rid of this corruption. It's not a a, a new movement. And now uh, when they try to get back, that's why people are are really upset and frustrated with that.
2: So. And in Brazil, the population understands that this is a spiritual battle.
1: That's true. That's powerful. That's true. That that we is powerful. Are a
2: Christian country. So and this is a spiritual battle. It
0: the is. It is. Done. And I and I love that you say that. And I think you know. I, I hope that America, you know, will will see it that way too. But I guess my but question the is: the
2: revival will come from Brazil. That has been said over and over again. Billy Graham has said it. A lot of different
0: say it things. again. Tell me what you just said
2: the revival of the world will come from Brazil.
0: Interesting. That so you believe this, so you believe the spiritual revival will, will originate in Brazil.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you, and you believe that's happening right now.
2: I mean, I, we clearly see it happening. We clearly see it. And it, remember, we're saying no, it's, we're not just saying no to Lula becoming president and Bolsonaro's, Staying as president, that's not what we're saying no to, we're saying no to communism we're saying no to uh, gender changes we're saying no to taking God out of our country we're saying no to abortion Uh, Brazil does not have legalized abortion
1: Lula Uh, wants
2: to legalize abortion
1: yeah, all those are leftist agendas, that's we are against, that's one of the main purpose of of those things you know fascinating i didn't realize that uh, brazil was so conservative
2: we're the largest con- christian country in the world
0: Well, we're the most popular
2: christian country
0: hence i guess the need to take it down um which is why they, they're focusing so much on taking america down too because america was the light that was set on the hill the city on the hill that gave light to the rest of the world and that's why it's Thanks. been under such spiritual uh warfare mm-hmm. um I, I, you know what I'm really in, interested in seeing is who's going to win here in, in this battle with Brazil, if it will be the people and if it will be justice, uh, if or if, um, if if the people will get squashed. Uh, so what's, what's 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 next here? What what's what's coming? What's what's next? So uh, the elections were supposedly certified Monday. Walk us through what's come, what the what what are the next uh, milestones
2: are. So you have 14 days after the certification of the election to formally put in and question it. So we are in those 14 days running. Um, Interesting things that have happened. Uh, One thing we spoke about is the military court has accepted to trial, into trial, Alexandre Moura and Lula. And um, we're asking for Article 142, which is under the Brazilian Constitution, it was put in the Brazilian constitution in 1988 for moments exactly like this one, when there's an unbalance of power in government, when one person thinks that his pen can overwrite any laws, which is like exactly a
0: criminal the- running for office. That's a perfect example. Exactly. Okay. So 14 days, there's 14 days. Then the military is going to try to challenge it. Um, And then probably during this 14 days, they will probably also try to vilify and make the uh, people standing up, the millions of people, look like they're right-wing extremists by trying to have false flags where they're they're supposedly violent, try to scare them into not being seen as a terrorist so they won't make them go home. I imagine that's going to (laughs) happen.
2: Right. And election deniers. But as I said, the Brazilian people just don't care about that. You know, it's different. It's different than here, where here most of the people work for someone. In Brazil, Brazil's made up of mostly small companies, independent, family-owned companies. Communities think alike. Oh, here's the big one. So the Indian reservations in Brazil, all the different native Indian reservations, yeah. they can they all vote. There's most of the reservations had. Zero votes for Bolsonaro registered. Zero. You have tribes of Indians in Brasilia, in our capital, saying, hey, we voted for Bolsonaro. Where's Mm. our vote? Mm. And if there's one person you don't want to piss off in Brazil, it's a native Indian. Why? Oh, they're mad. They are mad. They have a sense of justice that is they will they will die for
1: brazil they have no no problem with it well wow. and, and by the law they are protected by the law you know they yeah, cannot that's be like that's uh, that's a, they are not regular people they are protect by law as mm-hmm. uh in in, in you know the, the police cannot touch them you know e- uh, if they do something really really and they're wrong.
0: conservative most of them most well, it's, interesting, are, it's interesting it's interesting because here with with uh, you know the Native Indians in America, they've got most of them on the welfare program and on state programs where they all receive, you know, money from the state and become de and, and they've become very much at it, 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 their spirit's state been defense. broken and they become state dependents yeah. and, and they've now vote liberal. They're uneducated, yeah. they're not, you know, for the most part, alcoholics. They, I mean the, the welfare system destroys are, people.
2: Ours became Christians.
0: Huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right.
2: So our Indians, we have native Indians that are pastors, and they preach, and they have their churches. And they don't preach, you know, ancient. No, they preach Christianity.
0: I love it. So, Caro, what, um, you know, you're here in America. You're, you're very, both of you guys are very close to what's going on in Brazil. You're also very informed, educated on what's going on here in America. Uh, let's start, Carl, start with you. What do you, what is, as, as for our, our listeners here that are obviously, you know, Americans, what advice do you have what, or what would you share with them? What do you see as most concerning? How, what, how do you see this tying into America? Why is, should this matter to Americans? Hey,
2: Venezuela had the biggest exodus of any country that is not in a war. Venezuela had seven million people leave in the past 10 years. Most of them came to America. Seven million people is roughly 10% of the Venezuelan population. Actually, a little bit more than 10%. Venezuelan population was around 55 million people, seven million left. Brazil is a country of 320 million people if the same thing happens of 10 percent leaving and most of them ending up in america that's 32 million people that's a lot of That's people. A little immigration issue
0: yeah
2: not that bad though because we're very conservative so we we might want to exchange some americans for some conservative Brazilians, I'll i'll but, take that <laughs> but um so you know, th- that's one reason that we should be concerned. Another reason we should be concerned is that Brazil is the last country in South America that is not communist.
0: The At last holdout.
2: i communist. Now America has communists on all sides and in the inside, which is mm. very worth. Well said. One advice that I would give America Americans today, us extreme right wing, you know, people that love our country and our family and have morals and values and go to church and just want to live a decent life, stop being scared. There's more of us than you guys think out there. Just because we're not vocal about it and yelling and, you know, wearing pink pussy hats out on the street. We're there. Let's band together. Let's try to make a change here in our country with the small things going on because they're getting big and big quickly over here. And, you know, I don't know if we're going to have broadly free elections ever again if we don't start standing up. Yeah. Look at the bid terms. Colorado just finished counting their votes on Tuesday, yesterday, I believe. That's ridiculous. It's
0: inexcusable
2: it's inexcusable. And as Americans, we should not be accepting it. And I don't care that it was a Republican that ended up winning in Colorado. No, it's inexcusable.
0: That's right. That's exactly in- right. Yeah. I, I I'm with you. Thank, thank you. What, what would you, what advice do you have for, for, you know, for your fellow Americans here?
1: Well, um, I'm, I teach at the university. I teach international business and cross-cultural management and I tell my students, don't believe what you see on textbooks. Look for yourself, take your uh, opinion, reading, uh, uh, you know, listening, all different kinds of people, because the reality that shows in the media is totally different than the reality what you are living right now. I have a lot of uh, foreigners that I teach on the uh, uh, university, and it's visible that they wanna brainwash you and for, the, for the, the, the leftists, you know? That's why we have to be careful with our kids in, on, on university. We have to be careful what they are teaching, not just on university, teaching at, at schools, in your uh, kindergarten, what they are teaching in your elementary, high school, we have to keep our eyes open here in America. They try to uh, the put the communists over here in America. So do in Brazil. That's why uh, you, you can see a lot of the, those young people uh, so rebelled. You know, this, com- this is a, a big route, all, if you can see, all the way back in the school of Frankfurt when those guys tried to, to build this and uh, that's what i tell to my fellow americans keep your eyes open and fight for for what is right i love it i love it
0: yeah i think wagner you're right i think you know we we look what's going on in brazil and it's and it's easy when you see reality not what the media says but the reality of of the people standing up you see you know the corruption there and in in your government and you see the, your your elections in Brazil that were clearly, you know, stolen there by Lula. But, you know, you're both right. You know, all, all is not well here in America. And you have this communism taught in our schools. You have pornography in the schools. You have our own elections um, have clearly come under attack. Uh, there's clearly problems in our elections here. Uh, you look at, uh, you know, the, the, the spread of tyranny Through, you know, using COVID as an excuse to spread that tyranny, shutting down small businesses, you know, growing the, the, you know, the welfare state. Uh, We are in a dangerous situation across the world and right here in America. And the thing that really inspires me about Brazil is exactly what you said, you know, Carlos, you have people that just don't give a, you know, a crap. You know, they're willing to stand up and fight. They're willing to, to go out in the streets in the millions and, you know, to our listeners, what can you do? I mean, let's be like Brazil. Let's be like, like the truckers, the Canadian truckers who stood up, who went out and, and stood for something. They didn't just stay home, hiding behind their computers, you know, texting their friends and on social media. And, you know, for, for the, our listeners here in Utah, legislative session is around the corner. Uh, it's, if you want to fix your country, you start by winning your backyard. You know, in Florida, you get control of Miami. You get control of the state of Florida, which they've done with Ron DeSantis. In Utah, you've got to get control of your governor. We have a governor here who's straight-up commie. You know, we've got legislators here that are, that are spineless and feckless. But many of them want to do the right thing. And what my prayer is, that the next legislative session, we show up, like Brazil, in the thousands and tens of thousands, in, on our legislators' doorsteps and say, "Hey, we want our elections fixed. We want the pornography. We want our, the communism out of our schools. We, you know, we want our, this country back because that's what it's going to take. I mean, you look what they're doing with ESG. I mean, every single way they can they can uh, take away our freedoms and destroy this country. They're doing it, and we do have a God-given responsibility to stand up and protect this country. So, um, Carl, last words, and we're going to wrap it up." What do you got for us?
2: I think it's time for us to all start um, asking questions and demanding the answers. And if that means that we have to close down the ports and no goods come in or out for a couple of days until the government gives us the correct answers and starts taking the correct moves, maybe that's something we should start looking into, Jason. I love it. It is in Brazil and it's working.
0: I love it all right well let's go brazil let's go brazil we're gonna keep uh, both you guys online uh, we'll stay in touch and then uh, when th- when the 45 days come to an end let's have you guys back on and give uh, an update on what's going on because uh, all eyes are gonna be on brazil the next uh, you know month